Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in my mini-series on psychological games as postulated by Eric Brand. And in the previous episode, we talked about to play or not to play the games, like an old Shakespearean phrase, to be or not to be. And my suggestion would be not to play the games, but sometimes you're invited and sometimes you have to play the games. And the question is how to avoid them. Here I disagree with Eric Brand because Eric Brand says that each game has an antithesis and if their thesis is actually, for example, yes, but. So I ask a question and you keep guessing, then the antithesis would be just a simple backfiring question where you say, okay, what is your suggestion? So what what do you suggest? So, okay, I'm not willing to guess about all the unknown to be animals in Argentina. What is the solution? If you say, then the person, the agent doesn't receive any points and then the game stops. And I disagree with this one because I seldom see that the game stops. If it stops, then only for a short time, because then the person will engage in the same game just because the person needs something from you. And it will get to this result. And if not that way, then in a different way. So the correct way is actually to not to play the game. And interestingly, uh, we had a situation which I observed in a different art organization where one of the benches suggested that the employees will have to prepare some strengths and weaknesses that they will have to discuss during the individual meeting. And this reminded me immediately to the conversation that happened that I told you talk, talked about in Ukraine with the IT department chief, who also asked his employees to write him down what are the good things they are doing and why and how much he should be paying for this one. And the idea was actually not to know what they can do and not to tell them how much to pay. The idea was just to tell them that it's not interesting and through discussing and him being, let's say, rejecting these opportunities was a way to get to better position and also to a bit suppress his employees who, let's say, were not so happy with the, I don't know, different things that happened with the organization, the administrative processes, administrative issues, but also the salary and so on. So this was his way to treat this issue. So when this happened, uh, this information was officially announced. And in this moment, I was asked about how to proceed in this way. And the trick is that theoretically you have to engage in this game because it looks like a game. It can be not a game because there there is an option where you collect the strengths and weaknesses and really help develop something as two adults. But it was very likely that this situation could go out of control and could get into the um, situation where the one party will be in a weak position trying to explain the weaknesses and the strength and the other party would be in position trying to tell the other person what to do with the weaknesses and strengths. Let's say not in the constructive way, but in a more critical way that will suppress the one party and increase the authority of the other party. And there are two things that are interesting. The first one, based on this game, you can understand what actually happens. That if the game is played, it was of course not of, uh, not um, consciously, it was intuitive. We play most games intuitively. That you see the problem is probably the authority and understanding of the situation and such tasks and such approaches they help you increase authority they help you increase understanding but may go at costs at odds with other social costs that you have within your department 
The second thing that I want to tell you is the official communication that is officially announced, then it's very hard to disengage in this game and not to play this game. That is why uh, the one of the ways you can do it, first of all, of course, to ignore it if it is possible and just avoid this communication, this conversation, or you can reframe it. Reframing is actually the idea of discussing something and focusing on developing of your strengths and weaknesses is a good idea. The question is how to do it. And then you can frame this communication. You can frame it in a sense that you said, this is a great idea. And by the way, and then you frame it. I would like to focus on something very specific where I need a very specific feedback. And you tell this, it will not be like defensive position, offensive position, it will be the position here is what I have and let's jointly develop this one, let's jointly develop this weakness, let's jointly work on the strength, let's jointly do something on this one, but not like you will tell me and I will follow. No, it is not the case. And I will tell you actually what is going to happen and we can do jointly as two adults and then it could work, it could help you achieve whatever you want to achieve. Very interesting situation and <clears throat> in this episode we're actually talking about the two things, the announcement of the games and how to not to engage in these games and the second one that the game can appear somewhere where the other will not notice it because there are different things that look like a game but may not be a game indeed it can be parent adult transaction where the one the manager is telling the supervisor the, the, um, the subordinates what they have to do this will be parent child communication and this is normal one in certain situations it is a completely normal communication the trick is, of course, if the game is appearing and if the game is used in order to suppress the one party and to, let's say, to increase the power of the other party, this will be a game. And the official announcement on how to disengage. So, unofficially, it's always easy if it is between two people, you just disengage in communication. Somebody offers you the communication where you notice this is the parent-to-child communication that you don't want to have, you can immediately switch to the parent role and say, yeah, you know, the other employees, they always have a problem with this one. Let's discuss it as two people who have a lot of experience in this field. And all of a sudden you are both on the parent side, and if you're both on the parent side and you are kind of feel disengaged and you don't have to follow this one, so you don't have to engage in communication or you will lose some points. You will be the one who is just sharing points, but it will not you will lose not more than he or she will lose on the other side. Or you can bring it to the adult communication say, okay, I think it is not completely correct approach. We need to focus on something else. Let's go to this adult state communication. So it could also work. Or you can provoke a childish behavior. Yeah, do you think it's a good idea? <laughs> let's, yeah, let's play with this idea a little bit. By the way, what are your weaknesses? What are your strengths? Let's discuss you, yours, and my, and I discuss mine, and then we engage in kind of this childish behavior, trying to show who is doing what. So individual is easy if it is a big pool of people who have been addressed and you have to also be very clever, very diplomatic and also provide a kind of frame that will show where the communication will go. And this communication will, the, the positive spillover effect is that if you announce it that the other people will not engage into this exhausting relationship and probably if they hear that there is a way to focus on this adult communication where they are going to give the route, they're going to give the avenue where the conversation is going to happen, then it will help not only you, it will help also the other people. I hope it was interesting and I think we're more or less done with Eric Baron um, because I don't know exactly what to discuss more, but if you have any ideas or any questions, drop me an email right in the comments section what you would like to know about psychological games by Eric Baron. 
I recommend you reading his books. Uh, they are really good. I think the first one was Games People Play that I read. The second one was What Do You Do After You Say Hello, which is a bit different type of analysis, but anyway, very interesting. And he also talked about the imprints and the fairy tales and how much the fairy tales that we heard when we were kids had impact on our life and why actually some people are unhappy, for example, after they marry. This is explained in one of his books. Very interesting explanation that has also impact on business just because the things we do, the fairy tales we tell to our kids is nothing but the myths and stories that we tell to our employees as managers because they play the same role as the fairy tales play for the kids postulated by Eric Byrne. I hope it was interesting and I hope you liked the new series. Wish you all the best and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.